It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. How good is Australia? Have a go. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. Get a job. Have a go. To start a business. Start a family to buy a home. Have a go. Have a go. And get a fair go when they have that go. Get a job. Work hard. Work hard. Work hard. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. This is the best country in the world in which to work hard. Work hard. Welcome to the Have A Go podcast once more. My name is Dave Edwards, joined by Dane Eldridge. Welcome to the show, mate. Dave, it's an honour to be here again, mate. And uh, look, Australia's on the fucking ropes. Do we throw the towel in or do we ring the bell? We're going to talk about it. Well, that's why we're here. That's why this podcast yep. exists. So we can talk about it within the space of a tightly produced 30-minute comedy podcast. Five as, minutes, as, yeah. as is explained on our bio. Give or take five minutes Give or legals. take five minutes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for legals. For all the shit we have to chop out of this for legal reasons. <laughs> Um, mate, today we're talking about what are we going to look like 30 years down the track? It's something that we used to talk about a lot Mm. and recent times we've kind of stopped thinking about big Australia. That's right. What's Australia look like in 2050? Yes. Um, you might remember, uh, Kevin Rudd. Do you remember Kevin Rudd? Oh, I think about him every day to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, um, well, he was a very visionary, uh, prime minister. Some have described him as a fantasist, but uh, he was one of the people responsible for introducing the big Australia concept. Looking at what Australia will look like in 2050, mm, looking at the mm. demographics, how do we deal with a swelling population, that mm. kind of gear? Mm. It forecasted a population of 36 million people by 2050. Mm. And obviously in doing that, you need to put together some policies to deal with this change. And of course, Rudd got fucked over pretty swiftly after that. He did. And he did. Julia Gillard, his successor, pretty much been the strategy. So we haven't really mm. thought about it much since. No, no. Um, but there's no doubt that Australia in 2050 is going to look a lot different than it does now in 2021. Don't you reckon, mate? It certainly is, mate. I mean, look, uh, who could ever forget that intergenerational report? Oh, one of the best reports I've seen. Yeah, I read it to my kids at night. Um, and basically, yeah, what, what Kevin wanted was uh, 36 million by 2050, um, even though you can't get a park in Roselle at the moment. Callum Park, uh, fucking right. hard to get one. And look, uh, co- <laughs> as we know, COVID's put a stop to it really, hasn't it? It's yep. put a big halt to the, to the growth of the nation. Mm. I mean, just pre-COVID, there was 190,000 people a year coming into Australia. Fuck so over 1,000 people migrating to Sydney every week. Right. Once a week. So, and that's, that's... Migrating to Sydney, did you say? That's correct. And, and why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. Um, but it's slowed to a trickle now but, uh, because of COVID. And it's, mm. it's given us a chance to take stock. Is it going to be good for Australia or, you know, is it an unsustainable pipe dream? Well, I don't know, mate. I mean, I go to my local IGA on a Friday night and the line's 20 deep. I mean, I'm just trying to get some cheese and dips to enjoy with my wife after our kid goes down to sleep. The 60 other blokes trying to do the same exact thing. I mean, that's how I see it. I don't need a study. I don't need an intergenerational report to tell me that something's fucked. No, I think I think that was actually mentioned in the report too. Dave can't get swan dips. I mean, <laughs> swan dips, did you say? Yeah, they are good. I like Yumi's actually. I do, yeah, okay. Um, I mean, seriously though, I mean, how are we going to build for this future? I mean, how many fucking motorways can we build? I mean, nation building shit. Is that the solution? Just roads and rail? I mean, the light rail is already at capacity when I get on it. Well, it certainly is, but you've got to think about the boost to the economy, mate. So what they're talking about is 100 million people by the end of the century is how big Australia will be, okay? And you just got to think, fuck fuck your living conditions, okay? Mm. Just think about the economy, all right? So the train's going to be crowded, but fuck, it's going to be a nice train. 
It's going to be a good train, isn't <laughs> That's it? Right. The fuck, it's going to look good on a balance sheet as well. I mean, Australia is a balance sheet. It is. Pretty I mean, much. you just when I look at Australia, I just think of a spreadsheet. Yeah, it's just yeah. a P and L statement: profits yeah. and losses. Yeah, that's what it's I think. It's going to look good. I mean, don't yeah. look too closely. Don't look at the formulas; they're all <laughs> fucked. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and look, the, the best people we can look to is like think about um, the the Egyptians. You know what I mean? Like, right. forget your precious living conditions. That's yeah. what I just want to keep saying. You know, when you build shit. It equals money, okay? Yeah. It equals tariffs. It equals fees. It equals budget, budget surpluses. Hmm. Now, the Egyptians built the pyramids. It wasn't for the aesthetic or for the storage. It was for stamp duty. <laughs> and we, we need had to a do little the same. Like, cozy little developer deal going on. <laughs> That's right. We're now building those pyramids. That's right. Lend, lease, Cairo. Lend, lease, Cairo. Yeah. Expanding into new markets. Yeah. I mean, what is it going to look like? I mean, the, I mean, we're probably not going to touch too much on it today, but climate change in 2050. I mean, it's always been hot, but yeah. It's, it's always been hot. And mate. it's rained a lot this summer. But this country is getting very, very hot and mm. there's bushfires and there's floods. I mean, it's is it too hot and dry to support massive population? I mean- we, you know, we'll probably talk about this a bit later with our special guests, but you know, everyone mm. in Australia just wants to. Cl- we clamour towards the coastline. We do. We rush towards water, but you know, what's going to happen when those those tides rise, and you know, we, we're suddenly under the siege of climate change. Well, we'll be fucked, but the economy will be fine, fine so that's fine, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, we also – you make a great point, Edos. Yeah, I mean, we're all going to go underwater and we've also got to think about all of our fat kids as well. Yeah. I mean, we have a massive childhood obesity issue in Australia at the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we've got trade – Too many swan dips? Yeah, that's right. And, you know, we've got trade deals to meet with other countries and we've got yep. to feed our own fat kids. We can't feed them nickel forever. No, we can't. <laughs> we can't. Yeah, I mean, that is a huge problem, mate. I mean, and we're also getting older. As yes. a nation, we're not getting yeah. any younger. No, we're not at all. And um, I mean, modern advances in medicine means people are living longer, and that's taking a toll on the economy. Because we've got to care for the elderly, of course. Mm, mm. I mean, if you want to get scared, there's actually a website, Worldometers. I don't know if you've been on it. You can actually watch the global population rising in real time. Oh my god! But you can also see it going down. Okay. In real, I don't know where this data is coming from. Like, it's a hell of an API. Yeah. Okay. But um, <laughs> every time there's a mass shooting in the US, just yeah. goes down by fifty. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but if you want to reduce all mankind to pure data. I, I urge you to go on there and just watch at how the, the population is changing globally. It's it's fucking frightening. I'd love to do that because, I, as we said before, I just see Australia as an Excel sheet. And so that's the number that I want to see. But, I mean, in 2050, so life expectancy is going to be – it's probably going to be 90 plus from mm. what I'm seeing. Mm. So we're going to be working until we're, you know, we're into our 80s. Yes. I mean, can you imagine a 70-year-old barista <laughs> making you a piccolo? Is that where we're heading? Just imagine like the the froth on the top, the chocolate's just replaced by skin particles. <laughs> <laughs> That's very yeah. unpalatable, but it's a bloody possibility. Yeah, just a sneering 82-year-old man making you a piccolo. Yeah, yeah, bit of attitude on the side. And you know what? That's, is that the world we want to live in? I mean, we've got... You Does know, that sound like the lucky country to you? It doesn't sound and like Coffees will be 32 bucks as well. And that's why I'm on Dick Smith's side. Dick right. Smith's the, 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 the hero of the people of the downsizers. Well, he's he, been very outspoken on the issue of overpopulation, hasn't he? He has. He's, he came out recently or a couple of years ago now and said Australia needs to stop growing. We right. need to downsize. He, he said it from his helicopter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but he, he, was, he wants, wants Australia to start to look after its own backyard a little bit. And uh, right, you know okay. what? He makes a pretty bloody good point, doesn't he? Mm. I mean... Uh, we can't even get a backyard these days, so I can't even relate to him at all. <laughs> We're living in fucking high-density apartments. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Josh Frydenberg and Peter Costello, they're saying, you know, 
we, we they want us to procreate for the economy. You know, one right. for one for dad, one for mum, one for the economy. Mm. You know, if economists want us to have sex to help econom- economic growth, why mm. don't we just all go to massage parlors? <laughs> Well, I think so, mate. I mean, you, you talked about how COVID op- represents the opportunity for a reset. I mean, the, the big Australia debate, it, it has kind of gone on hiatus, hasn't it? It has. But maybe that is the answer. Maybe just we need to just have more sex. Yeah, I think unprotected sex. Natural oh, actually, no, population that's what we groups. don't want. Actually, oh, that's what we don't want. Oh, God, want. I'm so confused now. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay. Have a go. Australia's always been the lucky country. But is that luck finally running out? Good evening. After 160 years, Australia's iconic automotive brand Holden is history. Byron Bay has been ravaged by king tides that swallowed the coastline. Our relations between China and Australia appear to be further deteriorating. Clusters of homes and businesses have already been bulldozed to make way for the $3.9 billion A Black Lives Matter rally, which started peacefully in the city's domain today, has turned violent. With automation and with robotics, there's going to be less jobs, not, not, not more. But the Prime Minister has told people leaving the charge on social media to pull their heads in. All the modern wowsers of the green left thought police, of course. There are very few Larrikins anymore. We've sort of suppressed that side of our character. The COVID crisis has forced millions of Australians to dip into their superannuation. A Christian school with a criminal list of activities for Year 12 muck-up day. How good is Gladys Berejiklian? The fight over toilet paper that went viral around the world. When I was trying to buy my first home, I wasn't buying smashed avocados for 19 bucks and four coffees at $4 So you reckon each. that's Rising real? Rising rates of dementia are set to drive a massive shortfall in aged care places over the next... Casualties of the cancel culture movement. To fans of cricket and to all Australians who are disappointed and angry, I'm sorry. We think there's a better Australia out there for all of us. Authorised by the Better Australia Movement and spoken by some lady we found on Fiverr.com. The Better Australia Movement is affiliated with the Better Australia Party, which sounds potentially xenophobic, but is really just a nostalgic longing for an idealised version of Australia that never actually existed. Hello, undecided voter Sean speaking. Julian Bywater here, your local Greens Movement candidate, here to answer any questions you might have about our policy platform. Thanks, Julian. What's your position on national security? We'll personally hand-deliver you concerned letters about big-picture state government infrastructure projects that threaten to devalue your property. Hang on, you blokes aren't inner-city elites, are you? No, those are just lies peddled by the mainstream media. I'm actually from the traditional working-class suburb of Balmain. So you do care about everyday battlers? Yes, we'll always speak for people like you, everyday young Australians with a 200k hex debt that will loom over their heads till that trust fund kicks in at age 25. What are the core beliefs of the Greens movement? We're firmly against the appointment of any Australian politicians to global leadership positions on intergovernmental economic organisations. About time someone stood up for the little guy. Would you like to know more about our economic policies? No need, Julian. I've heard enough. Oh, that's a relief. Consider me a decided Green. The Green movement. We care for real Australians. Real Australians are limited to anyone with a minimum gross annual income of $150,000 and strictly residing in an inner city enclave in Melbourne and or Sydney. Between reading El Cantado Mio Cid and Camus La Peste, I started writing for the university newspaper on Islam. And then after failing to be elected editor in a contest with two members of the Communist Party, I started writing for the leftish weekly newspaper. Work hard, work hard. Very happy to welcome back social commentator, comedian, Luke Heggie, 
into the studio onto the Have A Go podcast. Welcome. Good evening. Hello, Hello Luke. Good evening. Okay. <laughs> I need to check my watch more often. Um, mate, we're on this podcast always gazing into the future. Big Australia, challenges mm. around population. Yeah. What are we going to look like? Let's say 2050. Yeah. What does Australia look like in 2050, 30 years down the track? What are we looking at, would you say? I'd say we look uh, a bit like Australia now, but smaller, right. uh, maybe more circular. And if, um, I mean, I simply don't believe climate science. There's nothing to suggest, nothing in it for them to lie. But, you know, I haven't yet figured out why they're lying, but they must be. Um, <laughs> they tell me, a fucking internet user, they know something I don't. I, I'm not up for that. But um, yeah. it sounds made up because uh, my life was happier when there was no such thing as yeah. climate scientists. They've just invented that. But if what they say is true, then... Halfway up the Great Dividing Range will be waterfront in 50 years. Right. So, well, that'll be good because Australians love living by water. They we do. all just love living by the coasts. If you yep. look at Australia, we're just fucking like get me as close to that coastline as possible. So you're saying with the advents and the inevitability of climate change destroying the world, there'll be more waterfront opportunities just inland. Well, people talk about getting uh, migration into regional centres. We are talking about this just now. Like, you know, it's a problem because you, you transplant you know, people into regional centres, they're bored. Yeah. They're just down at the shops all the time, hanging around outside Big W, getting up to no fucking good, <laughs> robbing Wendy's. I don't know what happens <laughs> in regional centres. But, you know, we talk about having to increase the population there, not in the big uh, cities. Take the water to there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, also good, like, uh, so it means just, like, uninhabitable, like, rock face ridges on mountains becomes just lucrative property then. Absolutely. You can't Opportunities there, for developers, Meriton Apartments. Harry Trigubov buying off. off the three sisters. <laughs> oh, you could easily put... You could put you could put a high-rise on all of the three sisters. Easily. Yeah. Oh, there's no reason that couldn't happen. If we dream big and think big, we can yeah. do big. Yeah, we need think pro- about the, the branding opportunity, like three sisters. Who doesn't want to live in a place like that? It just sounds good. It's got good. Barangaroo vibes to me. Mm. I could see a packer just really salivating over that. Three casinos, three sisters. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been to Barangaroo, and uh, each time, no one else there. Just wow. me and my kids on scooters, and that's it. And like, it's, it's a good investment. Like, we get yeah. a place to ourselves, and it's lovely. And there's people against growing the population, and there's no one at Barangaroo. Wake up, idiots. Yeah. So speaking of growing the population, I mean, but if we look back in history, there's been times when the government has tried to incentivise natural population growth. You think back yeah. to Peter Costello in the early 2000s with the you know, have one for the father, one for the mother, and one for your country. Yeah. Well, that did, I mean, that didn't really pan out, did it? Not every family wants to expand to a fucking Tarago, <laughs> do they? It's, it's hard work. I've got a hatchback and I'm keeping it. I'm not having a third one. <laughs> Fuck off. It's, it's, it's ridiculous to think that people are going to go for that. But we did, yeah. like in that era, we did stop the boats. Thank yeah. baby Jesus. But, um, <laughs> but that inadvertently halted any hopes of a quick fix to our small population, if that's your thing. By yeah. the way, one for the father, one for the mother get cancelled today for saying that, wouldn't you? Yes, you would. You definitely would. They haven't thought this out, have they? And I'm pretty sure Peter Costello never drove a Tarago in his life either. No. Yeah. <laughs> his kids have been in a separate car, you reckon? He's <laughs> been in a car. But having three car. kids in, in, in Australia today, very difficult. I mean, think about property, property prices, you know, smaller dwellings, high-density living. Mm. I mean, we've got a small two-bedroom weatherboard cottage in the inner west. Yeah. There's no way I'm getting three kids in that place. No. No fucking backyard to run around in. No. Not at all. You don't want a bunk bed. You don't want head trauma. That's just what goes hand in hand. But that's so. sign of the times too. You don't. You know who don't mind overcrowded little houses? Immigrants. 
and that's uh, that is a quick fix to right. Like we could totally. I've seen students around where I live. There's there's twenty living in a two bedroom place. Yep. You want to grow the population? You're serious about it? Get more of that. <laughs> so open yeah. the borders, open the universities, open the workforce, get them all in. Encourage slumlords. Yeah. So immigrants aside, and we talked about you know building apartments on the Three Sisters, which is a, you know a very interesting initiative. Um, are there any other ways that we can kind of get Australians from these congested cities out into the regions? Because there's a lot of people that you know. For example, I mean, I was thinking about you know there's a lot of art students around who are unemployed, you know, and have hex debt. Yeah. Why don't we just send them out to the regions for some fruit picking? Just oh. all the art students, just round them up and fucking put them out there. Yeah, I mean, in my experience, art students thrive in. Uh Desert environments <laughs> the, um, <laughs> with terrible Wi-Fi signal. For yeah, I mean fruit. Terrible. Best cafes. way to pick fruit is by colouring it in and, and reading some poetry to it or something. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, in terms of the expansion, it doesn't have to be like it, it's nice to get people out into the country and stuff, but they don't like it. No. I mean, the only way to get Australian to do something is to threaten them. So <laughs> basically, or incentivise it. Just put a, you know, give them a house with a big TV in it out somewhere. Yeah. They'll go. I think it's important to, yeah, to redistribute the population if we're going to grow as a population because we don't like confined spaces in Australia. We're not good no. in confined spaces. We've got some of the worst road rage in the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I get on a bus, someone sits next to me, especially if they're overweight, they're getting minimum a big glare. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Take it from there. Just going back to the art students while we're talking about lazy people and we're talking about um, initiatives to um, revive the regional centres by moving uh, public service uh, you know, departments out into the regional areas. What's your, what's your thoughts about that? Well, now that we've discovered that people don't need to go to work, they just do it from home in their PJs, mm. they, why not mm. Mm. put an office in Kunnamulla? That's right, and revive the city centre with people that work from nine till three, four days a week. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, the expansion issue is something that, like, it's the same with a business. Things could be swimming along very nicely and, uh, like, oh, a proprietor will say, well, we could have a year just like last year that was very successful. No, fuck that. We need to expand or everyone will think I'm a loser. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, what's that? You own a house? Congratulations. Yeah, well, I want 10 fucking houses. Yeah. Mm. It's the same mentality as that. You, you don't have to. You know, it's establish, expand, monopolize. Yeah. Mm. The dream. Well, mm. if you're not growing, you're dying is what they always say in business. Mm. So if we're not growing, are we dying as a nation? Well, no. must we always achieve relentless year-on-year growth in all facets to be a successful nation? Yeah. yeah. Fuck reinforcing and re-establishing your position that you've worked hard to get. We need more games, like the Big Bash. <laughs> well, good luck with it. You know what there hasn't been in for... <laughs> For a, for a while, when when there is all this growth, you you need a war. Just wipe out a generation and fucking start from scratch. Clean slate. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Well, I think the best we can do is hope for that war. Yeah, and I think it's coming. I mean, I've been praying every night to no avail. It's almost as if God hasn't been listening to me specifically. You're going to the wrong church, mate. Hillsong. <laughs> I went to my church. It's a fucking F forty five. Well, that's you know that's Australia. That's the big Australia. Oh. Yeah, I mean, no building is safe from becoming a gym of some description. Yeah, went to get fish and chips. It's a fucking yoga studio. Right. So whatever. That's that's growth. <laughs> that's a changing and evolving population. Doing a functional 45-minute workout in a former church sounds quite inviting. Yeah. That's the way to get people back into the regional centres, I think. F45s. Just blare techno music through megaphones out in the desert. They'll mm. all come. On the population debate, I mean, I read recently, I think I read a world happiness Report. Didn't read the whole thing, just saw the headline. But apparently nations with small populations are happier. Mm. They're just more happy. Okay. 
That's why New Zealand are so smug. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think we'd be happier if there were less people? I mean, I remember, and you'll remember, back in the 90s, there was a very controversial bumper sticker which had racial undertones called Fuck Off, We're Full. I don't know. (laughs) I thought you were about to say, eat more beef. That's the most common. <laughs> what do you mean the 90s? I'm in, from the Central Coast. I saw one this morning. I'm still there. Do you see a re-emergence of fuck off, we're full bumper stickers? 100%. Do you, Haggy? Well, personally, that, that's a phrase that I felt was just hijacked from the likes of me. I used to say that to waiters when they came and tried to upsell me on the dessert. But, um, <laughs> it's got nothing to do with population. I couldn't say that anymore. No. Yeah, I was devastated. Well, it's just a pure numbers thing, isn't it? I mean, mm. yeah, like you said, racial overtones aside, do we just need – it's just a simple reduction in numbers. Mm. Whoever that is or whoever they may be, that's not for me to decide, but do we need to go backwards? Well, only one way to do that, and we've pretty much abolished guns. That's a great <laughs> way to go backwards. <laughs> I love how we bring up guns in guns and bashing people. every single episode. <laughs> Mate, say what you want, bashing someone to death quite hard, doing it with a gun, done. Done. Not as satisfying. Easy. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad that, again, we've solved <laughs> yet another burning issue in Australia. Thanks, Haggy. Oh, you're welcome. Remember they were guaranteeing Downloads at high speed Sooner, cheaper and more affordable But my Netflix is buffering Even when it's on peak Company Sarah's technical difficulties Might try something faster Like 3G Fuck me Or hooking my computer to a tree Send an Irish book a threat Have a go. Wednesday night on Have a Go TV. A place of dangerous overcrowding. Unbearable strain on overburdened services. Chaos. Untreated injuries. Burglaries. And deviants running amok. Take me back to the... Join the boys on Bondi Rescue as they tackle the unrestrained congestion of Bondi Beach. This week, Kerbox steps on a syringe to avoid a diaspora of Irish backpackers. Popo's miso blows up because she can't get a table at Icebergs. And Tezza can't save a bloke from drowning because of Kevin Rudd's intergenerational report. That is where I'll be! Bondi Rescue, a show teeming with dangerous numbers of people and fatigued staff adjacent to a lethal swell. But how good's the beach? Have a go! Have a go. So, mate, an important caveat, an announcement that we need to make, uh, just for any kind of discerning listeners who want to hit us up and with some criticisms, we're actually pre-recording a lot of these episodes. Yeah, we're, we're very time-poor men with kids and families, so um, we can only get down here uh, when uh, that allows us. And so, uh, we're in a very uh, heavily, um, there's a lot of traffic coming through this studio. So when we catch up, we usually do a few episodes in a hit. 
mm. in one hit. So mm. just in case something happens, uh, the news cycle changes, China fucking boots on the ground, invades Australia or some shit like that. Mm. Don't hold us to account. Yeah, like if you want to nitpick us about something temporal, just piss off. But also keep listening, please. And five stars. Um, but we just wanted to make that announcement. Yeah, so please bear with us and we appreciate your listenership. So as I said at the top of the show, mate, this is a future thinking episode. And we've compiled, well, you've compiled uh, a range of uh, statistics uh, under what we're calling the Hagag Report, the Have-A-Go, Get-A-Go Report. Yes. Um what might Australia look like in 2050? Yeah, so I've actually just referred this brief to uh, the, the HAGAG Economics Department. I said, can you just give us a look, do a bit of forecasting and let us know what sort of numbers Australians are going to be dealing with right. come 2050 if we continue, COVID aside, continue at our alarming uh, rate of growth. So who did we population. consult with for this report? Uh, it's the Economics Department. Okay. Did you know we had one? I didn't know we had one, yeah, actually. Yeah, okay. It must be the guys doing the socials. Yeah, cool. Which is us. Um, okay, so basically, first of all, we're talking COVID. Okay, so after COVID pisses off, there's going to be a huge baby boom, much like after the war. There's a lot right. of people going to be wanting to celebrate, which means by 2050, we're going to have it's our largest population of 18 to 35s. Okay. okay. So think about that, like 51% of those will be female, and of, of that, 97% will be asked out by Jeffrey Edelston. <laughs> Okay. Not good. Not good. Not good at all. No, not that, good for anyone. No, no, that's not good at all. But um, also, as well, like if we're talking about Sydney, yep. uh, the boys in the economics department, they've said that there will be a three thousand percent increase in cars on the road by twenty fifty. Jesus. Despite all of the hand wringing and 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 everything we've do, done about climate change, people will still be driving their cars. But it, it's so we might finally be able to pay off the cross city tunnel. <laughs> So that actually sounds like positive news to me. Yeah, it does actually. Well, I was just going to say it's all good because all the new uh, there's a lot of new projects that are being planned to meet the demand. Yep. Um, should be done by 2075 for numbers modelled from 2015, but still good. <laughs> well, Lucy Turnbull said we're going to be fine though. Yeah, that's right. So that's that's something we shouldn't forget. Someone who lives in a suburb uh, nearly entirely sequestered by water. I mean, we could probably fit another 2 million people into her Point Piper mansion <laughs> just alone, I reckon. Maybe that's the solution, just fit all our immigrants into spacious eastern suburbs mansions. She could, like, claim a bit of Airbnb income there. I reckon, a bit of a side owner. I mean, the house yeah. is already built. Yeah, of course. Plenty not. of spare rooms. Yeah. All the adult children are moved out. That's right. Do your civil duty, okay? All right, uh, next one is immigration. Hot topic. You know, hot topic, okay? Oh, huge. So we're, we're obviously going to reopen the gates once COVID, um, COVID nicks off and we're yeah. going to recommence our immigration. And that's going to be... Uh, responsible for about 85% of growth, okay? okay? And there's going to be a lot of um, expats and people from England coming over, okay, which means we're going to have to build another 25 Coogee Bay hotels. Okay. Yeah, so... Well, that's all um, right. We yeah. can just give a government grant to Justin Hems. Okay. <laughs> a merry vacation. Yes. Of Australian pub culture. Just every fucking pub looks and feels like a Maryvale. Yeah, just a heap of like people with white shirts and white shorts and um and uh, fedora hats. Yeah. On cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well that's something we'll need to think about as well. I mean, how mm. do we service uh, the, the people of the future with dr the drugs that they require yeah, to well, keep cool and, and on at a pub. <laughs> to be on point, yeah, yeah. And to remain um, relevant Make in sure their... Make sure the conversation's on point. Yeah, and <laughs> remain relevant in their various circles of work. It's a tough one. A tough but one. I'm happy to I'm happy to, to announce that the, the forecast does include an increase in infrastructure spending. Okay. Okay, so that's going to, with the population growing, that's going to go up by about 150%. So we're talking about extra parking, extra green spaces, public transport, and um, a new swarm of dollar dealers. Okay. Yeah, so um, but, but in saying that, the mainstream media will still remain alarmed by the shocking sophistication and ease of their operations <laughs> and not always compare it to getting a pizza. 
Yeah. Yeah, so that won't change, unfortunately. Oh, okay. So, you know, look, crunching those numbers there, it's not all bad. I mean, as long as we um, don't get another another pandemic before then, you know, as long as Novak Djokovic stops hosting tennis tournaments, mm. uh, we're but on we'll track to make those numbers. We'll have COVID by then, yeah. as Mark McGowan That's said. true. Yeah, we're going to fucking squash it, just, just stand it. on its neck, yeah, that's kill right. it. Yeah, that's right. Like okay. a cockroach. So we should be right. Is there any other more any more data, or is that pretty much the extent of the HAGAG economic report? Uh, the only other thing would be that uh, not everything's growing. Okay? okay, there's going to be some reductions in numbers, which is encouraging. Okay. Um, we live in a time of sloganism politics, mate. So um, mm. you know, um, have a go, get a go, stop the boats, axe the tax, extra, et cetera, et cetera. All those really punchy one-liners. Yep. I think as time goes on, we're going to see policies reduced to single words. Good. Yeah, just abbreviated right down just to single syllables. Right, so okay. green, the Greens, Imo, uh, the Nats, Bush, the Libs, Eco, Labor, uh, not really sure what they stand for anymore. Do you reckon Big Tech can keep up with that? SEO. I mean, if every <laughs> slogan is just a word, I mean, that's going to be difficult. It is, especially if it's just reduced to just a grunt. And also if Google leads Australia. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, don't we even, like, even talked about that. We'll do a whole episode on that, I think. Yeah. But that's the numbers from the economics department. So, look, I don't know what to take from that, actually. Frankly, they sound made up. But, um, yeah, but, yeah I... I Pretty sure that we're still in trouble, mate. Oh, well, that's pretty fucking concerning. Yeah. Okay, so any kind of key takeaways from? I mean, we should probably wrap this up now. But, yeah, you know, I think we've we've probably posed enough questions for those listening to be extremely concerned about our future. Definitely. Is there anything we can do about it, or should we just do nothing? Well, no, I've got a, I've got a recommendation. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think um, after I've studied it and um, uh, run it through legals that. Mm. Um, you know, we could settle on a population that suits the resources and capacity of the country, but that mm. wouldn't be polarising enough, to yep. be honest. So so what I did is I, I turned and pivoted to Canberra, as we always do, and I was thinking about how pollies in Canberra are always spruiking about Big Australia, and I thought, these are all bastards that are living in Canberra. There must yeah. be a heap of space in Canberra. Heaps must of be it. sparse. You know, there's some. There's of, no COVID in Canberra. No, there's not. And they, they, some of these bloody politicians are down there claiming living allowance <laughs> to live in their own unoccupied rental properties. Yeah. So the joint's empty. Joint's empty. So basically, what I'm just saying is just move everyone to Canberra. Big Canberra. Yeah, okay. Don't you think? I mean, there's plenty of public service work down there. Yeah. Their roundabouts are fucking huge. They're you put huge, a whole suburb they? on one of those. Build a big fucking apartment block in those in those roundabouts. Yeah, exactly. So marry a Canberran, sleep with a Canberran, um, you know, squat. Do what you need. Mail order a Canberran. I think yeah. that's the way to go. And I mean, we talked about population increase before and, you know, initiatives around just boosting the population around, you know, unprotected sex. I mean, <laughs> that, that's that's a policy that actually needs to be instituted, doesn't it? Certainly does, yeah. Unprotected sex is something that definitely needs to be regulated. Okay, so if everyone listening to this podcast, every heterosexual person listening to this podcast goes out now and has unprotected sex, just to assure that baby boom 20 years from now, get mm. that 18 to 36 demographic up, Yes. Make sure we meet our future obligations. Yes, it's certainly what I'm recommending. Even if it's just an hour a day. I mean, what like things like Earth Hour. Whatever happened to Earth Hour? Yeah, I don't know. Did it just get like wiped out by the Australian Open or something? I mean, it was a big ticket thing in Australia and then we just forgot about it. I don't know, mate. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Have a go. This is the best country in the world in which to live. Work hard, work hard.